Hello, my name is Xavier Ekin, and this is the Infinite Experience you're tuned into. I want to say welcome, welcome guests, newcomers, welcome to my fans. I love you, I love you so much. <laughs> to the ones listening to the episodes weekly, thank you if you're caught up. It's better than the Game of Thrones, ain't it? It's 2019, it's pretty much the most big popular TV show right now. But today's episode, I want to break the bank on confidence, some stories I have there and how I got more confident. And I want to talk about how Walmart, I had one of the best times of my life in there, in my lives. Hold on. Let me get that right. How I had one of the best times of my life at Walmart. The quote of the episode is by Ashton Kutcher. Vulnerability is the essence of romance. It's the art of being uncalculated, the willingness to look foolish, the courage to say, this is me and I'm interested in you enough to show you my flaws with the hope that you may embrace me for all that I am, but more important, all that I am not. Although that's such a good one. Ashton Kutcher is one of my most sought after human beings that I like to learn from by watching his his. His character, character, and how he carries himself, and who is someone that you really look up to? I'll make that the question of the day and the quote of the day. Question of the day and the quote of the day by Ashton Kutcher. And who is someone in your life that you really look up to? Welcome to the episode. Okay, so when I was younger, I was pretty shy. Compared to now, I was really shy. Uh, Outside of my friend group especially, I was just like there. The weird little quarter Korean kid, you know, that didn't know what to say or, you know, I just tried to look cool. You know, I I would even make it to point to make cool faces like Zoolander, just sitting in the background, just looking cool. Because I never knew what to say. I was extremely shy. And you would not catch me getting out of my comfort zone. Outside of my friend group. A lot of you or you know people. If you talk to them. Their experience might have been different. But a lot of us. I'm going to say us. Because we got to stand strong. And build our confidence as we go. You know. Hopefully everyone. That's universal. Everybody does that. But some people. Kind of were trained to have more confidence at a young age. But me, I was cool with my friends, and some of my friends were my cousins when I was younger. I have some cool cousins. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I have some cool cousins. And we just all hung out, you know, if it was with my cousins or my friends and my friends and my cousins, because my friends were friends with my cousins. So it was like a a friend's friend's friends. Friends of friends of friends. And we just... Had a good time, but I would not get out of my comfort zone. So, I started getting out of my comfort zone when I realized I wanted to talk to girls. I wanted to build relationships with girls. It was always just girls. Not until the last five years, I'm 25, did I really want to have unshyness for a marketable skill and getting jobs and and showing initiative and and influencing 
good to the world. I remember my first girlfriend when I was in sixth grade. She was in eighth grade. Uh, in North Carolina, our school system is sixth through ninth grade. No, excuse me, sixth through eighth grade. And that's the only people in the building besides teachers. You know, some did junior high and 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 high school. We did middle school. We called it middle school. We call it middle school. And I dated a girl that was senior of the middle school and did not say one word to her. Not one. I promise you. I didn't say one word to her. I was like, wow, I got an old girlfriend. Her friend hooked us up. We were dating. And that was the weirdest thing that ever happened to me. 100% the weirdest thing that ever happened to me. And then then I started dating more girls and really wasn't having conversation, wasn't super intimidated or thinking I would, you know, I'm tricking myself to thinking that I would offend somebody if I said something. There's a lot of pressure there. I don't know why didn't it just be more external, but... I was dropping the ball, but I still got girlfriends. I just ran and piggybacked off the sheer fact that I was a a handsome young man with a decent character. I really meant good, and I still try to go back to that good innocence, but have it more figured out and put together, able to articulate the things that I'm feeling, because it can get choppy. If you're you're walking down the hall and you everyone's looking at you and you aren't saying anything ever. I'm talking about unless you were with your homies. If my cousins would have went to school with me, oh my gosh, we would have been laughing the whole time. So here's really the secret. You know, we're all insecure somewhere at at some time, different times. We all have more certainty and more things figured out in certain areas at certain times. So me, mine, I just wasn't social around people. And pretty much why is because I was super hypersensitive and never wanted to offend anyone. You know, I kind of just made that made that up in my head. You know, I was a people pleaser. I was a pushover. And I'm, I still am. But I'm learning how to, you know, just apologize. You know, if you offend somebody, go above beyond and be like, hey, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings or offend you or what, 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 what's up? You know, so I got better. I'm getting better at that. But that's a big reason why I was and people are is because we're just people pleasers. We just want to be kind to everybody. And sometimes you can't. You know, if there's one cupcake left and there's 100 people, 99 of us, 99 of them, 99 of you are just going to be like, damn, I didn't get a cupcake. So as I'm becoming more aware and and learning how to uh, be a better people pleaser, how I can kind of get what I want out of it, because if you're people pleasing, you're you're just following everyone else's to-do list and you don't have your own schedule. You don't have your own life. You're just living everyone else's life. And yeah, you can learn from those, that, from just, you know, learning from other people. And real quick, to go on a tangent, 
you have to have your core friends that you've had. These people that have met your parents or you know that you're just really close with and you love and you love each other and you want them to go to your wedding and you want them to go to you to advice and invite you to dinner and you want to do the same for them. You want to have that core friend but reaching out and learning from other people helps you bring more to the table because if you hang out with five people your whole life, you're going to be bored. You got to have some experiences of your own to, to talk about and you go on experiences to learn together as well. So back to the story, how to be more assertive, if you will, that's the word, you know, not being that bad boy that Hollywood paints of the guy with the tattoos on his neck. And I'm not saying you can't be a good guy and assertive with tattoos on your neck, but that douchebag that drives the motorcycle, I don't know why I'm ragging on tattoos and a guy driving a motorcycle because I think that's badass. Badass is a great thing to be, but this guy that's disrespectful. So scratch that out about the physical look, but the... <laughs> I strive to have the courage to get tattoos on my neck. And hopefully one day I'll get a motorcycle and be able to do badass shit on it. But this disrespectful punk, you know, that's... Let's just not be that guy. And if he's in your core friends, shoo him away, teach him a lesson, you know, some tough love. I, I don't want you to be a bully. Uh, I think when you're younger, you're kind of unaware. You're just being a dick sometimes or you're being a people pleaser like I was. And you're kind of unaware. But when you get aware and you figure out who you are and you know the right from wrong and you know how to articulate it and you've failed a 100,000 times at it, choose not to be a bully or a people pleaser. Be in between. Be the assertive man. Okay? The assertive man is the bad boy, if you will. I I think that's the dumbest phrase ever, but that jerk, you know, it's not that. And I've said that, I just said that, I know, but it is assertive. And that's knowing what you want and going for it. You know, I strive to be a man who leads with strength and purpose, you know. I think that's the middle, the fine line, and that makes you the man, the straight and narrow. You know, not being too far right or too far left. So, head up, chest up, and move forward. Graduate from weenie school, boys, okay? We're here to protect our women, our children, provide and respect our women and children, and handle business. Know when to be serious, know when to relax, know when to take charge. I am really enjoying that journey of of knowing how to use my emotions and my poise to handle situations and my confidence. I think learning responsibility is sexy and a weenie doesn't handle responsibility. A man does. Yes, a man. That dude. Papa. Daddy. That guy. Okay, 
I know we're struggling to find our gender because the feminine, masculine energies, all this crap and political crap where you all want to be accepted. Where I've seen someone proclaim themselves as a robot. I've seen people claim themselves as a a different color than what their skin actually was. People just being someone saying they don't have a gender, you know, that's, uh, that's crazy to me. (laughs) Be that dude. Okay. And I want to talk about how Walmart to change the subject on you quickly, because that will get out of hand talking about a man with a penis. That's not a man that trips me out. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. So on to Walmart. One time I went to Walmart. So I'm going to talk about right now. Walmart, I just, you know, have been to Walmart a bunch of times this year. And it's such a cool place. You know, it's, it's, I hope robots don't take them over. I, I truly like going to Walmart and looking at things, learning sections, seeing new items, how they shift and just see how it grows and becomes a different place. But one time when I was younger, I went to Walmart and I was there for like four hours. I went there on vacation. We got to the beach house late at night. We went there. We bought all the groceries. We bought everything this house needed. And I got a life jacket. That life jacket, for some reason, was the coolest thing ever. And every time I seen it, or every time I see that life jacket, it's all ripped up, torn in the corner of a of my grandparents' you know, their garage, and it's still there, and it, it's just so awesome. Walmart is something that I don't want to take for granted, and something that's came so far. I don't know the whole story of Walmart. Sam Walton, you know, I've heard that he would go to different stores, different countries, and just, you know, like, even lay on the ground and look at, like, look at, the measurements between the aisles and how they distance their aisles and their setup and studied the competition to where Walmart has become the greatest business in the world when it comes to convenience and everything. It has everything. You know, clearly Amazon is growing and the leading the world and because of the access to online and the convenience of online nowadays, but Walmart is just badass. I just had such a good time there one time. (laughs) And the people of Walmart, there's some nutty people there. And it's over 24-7, some of them. (laughs) And you can find anything you want there. I hope you enjoyed this show. I love you. And I'll see you next week.